Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, I've pressed record, so away we go. Today's conversation was recorded at the King's Head just before the open mic last night, and I was talking to one of our more unorthodox performers. He's the type of performer who writes the type of songs that I could never write, and that type of perspective always intrigues me. Because I'm very familiar with how I write. And there are some performers you hear where you think, okay, I see how you arrived at that song or at that performance. But this person does something that feels very outside of the box. They perform under the name Monica Pop. And in this conversation, we basically find out who they are and how they came to become Monica Pop. And yeah, there's a nice, easy, breezy chat for today's episode. I'll catch you afterwards. Enjoy. I'm coming to you live from, I've suddenly forgotten the name of the place, the King's Head. That's what it's called. It's Friday, it's Good Friday, it's hella sunny outside, and I'm a little bit early with one of our more eager performers of the night, who's already arrived. What's your name? Uh, I'm Monica Pop. How did you arrive at the name Monica Pop? Uh, Actually, it was um, between myself and a friend. It kind of came up with the idea, because I mainly play harmonica and uh, acoustic music. I just kind of had an... I called it kind of harmonica pop style music. How long have you been playing this harmonica pop style of music? Uh, about six, seven months. What made you start? I was always a big uh, music fan, so I just decided to write my own music, basically. Have you ever played music with anyone else before, made music uh, before? I used to do um, a couple of my kind of friends, mainly as vocalist, but not by myself as far as playing. So... So was it said seven or eight months ago you started Monica yeah, Pop? Yeah. So what was the idea when you started? What were you aiming for? Uh, just to have fun. <laughs> because yeah. when I try to describe your music, I tend to say it's from the year 3019. How would you describe your music? Um, I'd describe it as just um, sort of blues, with a bit of psychedelic. I, I'm a big music fan, so... A lot of music I listen to is dated from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. So I think, but maybe because I know a lot of music, I can probably find tunes where no one else could find tunes. So that could be an advantage somewhere. It definitely makes you stand out from everybody else. One of the things that particularly stands out about your performances is that you have a guitar slide, but you don't use it in the conventional way most use a slide. You kind of use it, you hit it against your strings. So where did you develop methods like that? Um, well, basically, when I used to watch lots of people perform with acoustic, I, just, I think it was very limited to the sound. So I was just playing a lot of different sounds. I've used cards. I've used double plex. Wow. Yeah, so I kind of... I think it comes back to when I was younger, back in college. I used to have a friend who played guitar, and we would try out different things. And then eventually, I just decided to see what was, I think what it was when I wrote one of the original songs I haven't performed it live yet for government I was using a uh, the harmonica stand you know the box to do a song with wait the harmonica you mean the thing that you use to hold it around? no 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 no. the actual box you put the harmonica in you know when oh, you, so you use the case the case as a as a, no, as a uh, for a song to kind of slide it in so I think I went through sl- a slider just to wonder what it would be like if I used the strings so I'm always just trying out different things you're thinking outside the box and trying to use things where they haven't been used before so how many songs do you have up your sleeve I think there's maybe two or three that I've heard you kind of cycle around I probably have about 15, 16 but a lot of it is just learning lyrics and 
think I performed overall so far in different venues, about seven or eight songs, different songs. Do you intend to perform the rest of them at some yes, point? You're some, just getting, some point. getting more comfortable with them? Yeah, um, it's just, yes, that's mainly what it is. Are you still writing and like, churning them out at a regular rate? Or are you at still... the moment, when I first started, I was writing a lot. But at the moment, I'm just trying out songs I have yeah. and fleshing them out. Are you recording anything at the moment? Or not, just at writing? The moment not at the moment, I'm only doing writing. So does that mean there's nowhere for people to hear your stuff unless they see you live? Basically, at the moment, yes. Oh, right. Um, so the live experience is the truest experience of Monica Park. That's right. And is there anyone you'd recommend who does something similar to you? God, um, I used to like things like Bob Dylan, Neil Young. I'm going to see Bob Dylan at Hyde Park. Um, there's uh, sort of Frank Zappa. Um, but he's, and there's... Um, I don't know, I listen to lots of Nick Lowe. Who's that? Nick Lowe. He was... Um, you know, I don't even know Elvis Costello. Yeah. He was very influenced by him. I kind of saw him supporting Elvis Costello, and then I thought he was very good. And then I kind of got into his music. Okay. There's lots of, and then there's obviously you know punk bands like the Jam. So, so a very traditional musical upbringing, yeah. if you will, but a very non-traditional approach of bringing it into your own music. They all had non-traditional music because when Dylan went electric, he got booed originally. So you're following in the footsteps of the greats by doing something that hasn't been done before. I don't know. I don't look at that. I just, I just look at it something different. <laughs> I know it sounds funny, but I just no, no, no. I like it. I, I think it's very accurate. Different is definitely what comes to the Because I didn't want to be like. I just try to perform the songs the best as I can. I'm normally sometimes I get angry if I don't feel. I think the song. I try and perform the song as good as I think the song is. If I don't perform the song as good as I feel it is, then I'm disappointed. So you, you want to fulfill the song yeah. to its fullest? Yeah. That's a very artistic outlook towards performance. Monica Pop, thank you very thank much you for your time, much. and good luck with your performance thank tonight. Thank you very much. And that was that. Thank you very much to Monica Pop for coming down to play last night and for indulging me with our little chat for the podcast. He's a type, when I say I don't, know how he arrives at the songs and performances he does he has one song that is in 7-4 timing but he didn't realize it was in 7-4 timing he just plays it the way he naturally plays it and in trying to drum along with him i realized that oh it's in 7-4 and i've never had a performer play a song in 7-4 before let alone by accident so that's what really intrigues me about his perspective and yeah, I his I think as far as the general audience is concerned, his performances can sometimes be a bit divisive. And he's the type of performer where I really recognise that I have to earn my earn my pay, as it were, as a host. Because when you're hosting an open mic, there's no guarantee about who is going to perform. The only constant is the MC in between. So it's your responsibility to keep the audience on side and to prepare them for whatever might come so that uh, no matter who performs because sometimes you get established artists sometimes you get very new artists sometimes you get something really left field sometimes you get something very conventional and it's your responsibility to paint an overarching narrative for the whole night so that the audience feels engaged the entire time so when it comes to someone like Monica Pop sometimes I say this next performance is about to give you a taste of what pop music will sound like in the year 3019. 
it's a bit lighthearted, but it just kind of gets them on side to be prepared to expect the unexpected with the next performer and to give the next performer a chance. I very much give every performer a chance and try to understand them on their terms rather than on mine. So, yeah, that was a fun chat with Monica Pop. And it was a good night last night, a little quieter, but as I mentioned in the conversation, the weather was outstanding. So I wouldn't be surprised if more people chose to spend their day outside than in the pub with us. But we still had a good time. Anyway, I'm still very, very, very excited for Tuesday's for Tuesday's rehearsal because hopefully I will finally have a full band with me. And I'll, we will definitely be recording something in regards to that. But for now, that's all from me. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of your bank holiday weekend if you're in the UK. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Take care. And yes, I am recording this from bed, so this is my most relaxed tone of voice. I hope you can still understand what I'm saying. See you later.